0: hello and welcome to episode 28 of the modern casanova podcast with me troy francis so it is the first podcast of 2018 happy new year to everybody um happy happy times hope you're having a great january so far that you are squeezing the juice out of january and you are approaching and you're having some marvelous success already because i mean the thing is january it 's a pretty boring month of the year really it's it 's the month that I always thought that I liked the least because you have all of the excitement of Christmas and the festivities and all of the nice lights and um, you know all of that stuff, and then you are unceremoniously uh, dumped into the wasteland of January after uh, new year 's Eve um, and you don 't have any of those benefits uh, of festivities and so on, but it 's still winter. But, you know, it's back to work, it's uh, getting on with stuff, it's grinding, it's hustling. Um, and, you know, it, I, years ago I used to dislike January and I used to think it was a very bleak, sort of boring time. But then I, I started to come round to it and I started to realise actually it's a fantastic time because we've cleared away all of that, you know, that frivolity, we've cleared away all of the... The hedonism of Christmas, and now it's a chance, it's a new slate, you know, and it's a chance to crack on and get on with our lives and to, you know, start to achieve some of those goals, some of those things that we've always wanted to achieve. So, you know, for me now, and in the last few years, it's actually become one of my favourite times of year. Um, and I suppose, given the change in my personal circumstances, so given that I'm now you know, working for myself rather than for a company, you know. Um, it's it's even more exciting in a sense because I've planned out everything that I'm doing going forward into 2018. I know what the roadmap is. There's some exciting possibilities. There's some exciting stuff uh, coming up for sure. And, you know, now is my chance just to sort of crack on and get on with it unfettered, you know, and not having to, you know having to sort of stop because Christmas is coming into the middle of it and so on. So, you know, good time and I hope that you feel that same way too. Um, It's a chance to basically hit the reset button, not only on, you know, work-related things, but also on game as well. So, you know, if you are keen to meet lots of new girls this year, then uh, that can absolutely be achieved. Uh, I'm here to help you. do that Um, and you know now is as good a time as any to you know to reset the clock and to say okay right what is it that I actually want to achieve here is it that I want to get a girlfriend is it that I have a girlfriend and I don't want to be in that relationship anymore and actually I would rather be non monogamous you know I would rather be meeting a selection of different girls and having different relationships um, or a different sort of relationship structure you know with those girls do I want to build a harem of girls do I want to travel and date girls around the world you know there's all of these possibilities out there and really the only thing that's limiting us from achieving these different outcomes is ourselves um, it's really a lot to do with mindset and I mean you know, in the end, nothing trumps action, you know, you have to take action, you have to go out in the field, you have to approach, you have to actually do this stuff, it's not just about reading the books or listening to the podcasts or watching the YouTube videos, it's about it's about taking action. Having said that, um, <clears throat> the reality is that a lot of it is governed by mindset, you know, a lot of, in a way, your greatest opponent is yourself, you know, the limit on what you will achieve, the limit on what you you will want to you'll be able to do, is uh, really only set by you and your mental boundaries. So, if you can, uh, you know, expand expand those boundaries. If you can work it so that, you know, you open your mindset, you have a different view on things. You're able to be more flexible. You're able to, you know, to to, to envisage yourself. In the kinds of scenarios that you want to get into then that will stand you in really really good stead for this year and that's you know really what I'm all about helping you to do so I'm very big on the technique I'm very big on the specifics but you know at the same time a lot has been said about the specifics a lot of a lot has already been said particularly in the game arena you know a lot has already been said about techniques and tools and so on and I can add my insights to that, I can tell you, you know the little tweaks that I make, the little things that I would recommend uh, to fine tune your game, if you like. Uh, but in the end, a lot of it is down to mindset, and a lot of it is down to you know having that right mindset in order to achieve. And as I say, January, the beginning of the new year, is a great time to refocus and to reset that mindset. So, this is what we're here to do. Hope you guys are doing that so far. Hope you're having a good January. You're feeling positive. You are feeling ready to go uh, to take to hit the ground running and to start the new year, you know, with a bang, as it were. So, with all of that out of the way, what's happening for me? Well, I'm back in London again for a bit. As I've said, I think I've covered this elsewhere. Maybe I touched on it in the previous podcast, but um, yeah, I'm back in London for a bit in a very central location, which is great. Um, just getting things sorted out here and, um, you know, really just cracking on with the work now. There's a lot to be done. And the first uh, thing, which is really the uh, the subject of the podcast today, is that my new book, Still in the Game, is coming out next week, next Friday. Um, so that is the first big piece of news for the year and we'll get into that in a moment Um, but yeah you know it's just generally good to sort of uh, you know not really doing any well no major traveling or anything like that planned for a while it's really just a question of being here knuckling down and getting on with it Um, although i'm likely to be over in berlin at some point quite soon but i'm not i'm trying to avoid too much travel because there's just so much to be done on the work side of things at the moment, and the travel can really kind of mess with that a bit. So it's a, it's it's always a question, as with everything, of getting that balance. You know, between the two things. Um, <clears throat> what else? So yeah, it felt a bit like I was all over the place around Christmas because first I'm in Berlin, then I'm in Saint Petersburg in Russia. Uh, For several days and you may have read some of the stories about that on my on my website, which was fun absolutely fantastic And I hope to get back there um, You know soon enough Um, Then back to Berlin then into the UK again down to Cornwall to stay with my mother for um, The Christmas period so a few days over Christmas Which was very nice and then back up to London and then moving into my new space in London so You know, it's been a little bit all over the place. I've had a bit of a breather now. I've been back in London for, uh, well, it's over a week now. So, you know, starting to get into the swing of things and feeling good being in the city. So that is all good stuff. And it was um, great last week to go to the premiere of Tom Torero's, a wonderful Day game documentary, which is called Hustle On. So I went to that on um, Wednesday night, I think it was, and met with Tom uh, Craig Cassidy, his wing, who's a great guy. Also, Bexter was there. If you're familiar with um, Bexter, the, uh, he's, he's been in game for 22 years, really well known character in London. He wings with Mystery now. He's on the Tom Torero podcast this week. Um, so he was there also um Hayley Quinn a uh, female dating expert and various other people so really great night and uh, Tom's film hustle on really really worth watching i wrote a post about it on my site um it's up free on youtube now the documentary so if you just go to tom's youtube you can uh, find it there and watch the whole documentary so he's he's put it out for free which is really you know a generous thing to do because Clearly it took a lot of work uh, to make that film and um, It's a you know, it's a document about Day game of a kind that nobody has nobody else has done and I mean Tom is is very um, Talented with a video camera and very talented with uh, the editing stuff and so this is a a Decent piece of work. This is a a well-made movie Um, and it really shows the sort of transformational journey that game can make for 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 people so you get i think there's nine guys in it who get interviewed and they talk about day game and their their journey and um you know and it's it's moving it's funny it's entertaining um what it's not and tom has uh said this very clearly it's it's a it's a pg type movie really it's not um it's not dark it's not there's not any sex in it really there's nothing you know that um you know that your mother would be uh concerned with if you like it's um it's a very pg rated type thing but it's uh it's very very good um and it, it presents a very sort of fair compelling picture of um what day game actually is i think rather than uh you know this kind of dark subversive kind of kind of thing it just shows that actually it's it, it's a very positive thing and it helps um you know it helps guys with their lives but also you know you see some interact you see interactions with with various girls and they're enjoying those interactions they're having a good time too so it shows how game or specifically day game is um you know a positive thing and it's a it's win-win for both sides so do go to youtube watch that um that was very enjoyable to see that um So yeah, so on to the main topic for the podcast, which is uh, my book, Still in the Game, How Men Over 40 Get Results Dating Beautiful Women, which is out this Friday. So the only slight caveat to that is um, with production timelines being what they are, if there is any slight problem, um, then obviously that date may potentially um, change a little bit but um, we are through the editing now, the cover has been done. So the cover you, I've wrote, I've uh, posted on Twitter and Facebook and sent it out to people who subscribe to my email. So you'll be able to see the cover. Um, the, um, the editing has all been done. We finished off that yesterday. Uh, now the formatting is being done. So we are really, really nearly there. So. Um, bar any unforeseen circumstances, we are looking at the launch date of this Friday, the 12th, and obviously I will be giving you more details as we get nearer to that date. But um, yeah, I hope that um, you enjoy the book. It's been a long time coming. It's been something I've been talking about doing for a long time. And um, yeah, I'm really pleased with how it's come out. And basically... You know, this is aimed squarely at guys who are, in, who are 40 or 40 plus. That's not to say, so somebody came, somebody came on Twitter and said, you know, does it have, um, is it useful for a guy who's maybe in the t- th- 20s or 30s? I mean, yes it is, because the first thing that we have to acknowledge is that um, game really uh, doesn't change significantly. Uh, regardless of the ages of the people doing it, so you know it doesn't. There's nothing that changes markedly that you need to do when you're a 20-year-old than when you're a 40-year-old. It's it's more <clears throat> because attraction is attraction, right? Because the, the 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 triggers are the triggers, and they are you know it's not as if there's a whole new tool back that you're using when you are. 40 compared with what you were using when you were 25 or 35. Um and I do make that very, very clear. You know, this isn't some sort of there's no silver bullets here. There's no sort of do X, Y, and Z and then you know you will get Um you will get this outcome. It's not it's not like that. Um the the nuts and bolts of it in terms of you know what you do, what you say how you escalate all of those things are very similar what's different and i think what needs to be taken into account is um again mindset so it's very very much about mindset because for a number of reasons really because you have to think about it i mean people are coming at this from from different angles so you've got some people who maybe they were you know they were married maybe they're still married maybe they are you know they're in long-term relationships Maybe they have kids, you know, maybe they've been out of the dating scene for a very long time. And so, you know, for those people, this is quite an intimidating thing, you know, to to, to, um, if they are now considering stepping out into the field again and um, getting into game again after a period of time. Now, there'll be other people like me who you know, have never taken those steps, who have been in, you know, in the game, as it were, for, um, you know, for the dura- for the long term, for the duration, um, I suspect those are probably in the minority um, because, generally speaking, a lot of people do end up getting into, you know, relationships for at least a period of time, you know, and um, so the likelihood is that most people who read it will be coming at it from the perspective of, um you know, perhaps having come out of a relationship or seeking to come out of a relationship or whatever, but, but not everyone, you know, and I think for those people like me, who've, you know, been, been dating around for the duration, um, hopefully it just gives those people, you know, my insights, my, the way that I view it, um, the mindsets that I utilize. And I, I I think that will be useful for those people. Um, if you are in your twenties and thirties, well, so as i was saying i mean because the techniques are similar then yes he's going to have that utility uh for you for sure and the other thing i would say is that of course you know you might be 35 now but um that five years is going to go pretty quickly and then you're going to be 40. so you know you may want to take a look to you know to, to consider how things are going to be for you going forward and i think this is a really interesting <clears throat> aspect of this really because all of us, you know, there's only one direction of travel, you know, all of us are um, getting older and, um, you know, we may not want to necessarily consider it today, but, you know, we are going to reach those those older ages and so how are things going to be then? And I mean, for myself, increasingly I am talking to guys who are, you know, in their 50s, maybe even 60s um, about their dating lives, about their experiences because, you know, inevitably that is the direction of travel and that's where i'm going to end up at some point so you have to you know you have to you have to consider it at least and um the good news is that um you know there is a way forward the good news is that you know there, in spite of the whole uh you know myth of the the lonely old guy type thing actually the reality is that people who are in their 60s certainly seem to be having a pretty good time of it from what i have seen and from the people that i know so you know there's absolutely a roadmap there's absolutely a way forward here and it's useful you know whatever age you are to sort of have a think about okay so what what's the next phase what's the next step going to look like um, and how am i going to fit into that so that's um how the book would apply to you if you're a little bit younger but if you are in your 40s so how how I break this down is basically okay, so first off, um what are the challenges you know what's the what's the problem, and clearly, there are certain issues which are specific uh to the slightly older player and you know and the whole reason that I did this the whole the whole sort of thinking behind this is basically that you know a lot there's a whole load of game advice out there, and the vast majority of it is um created by people in their 20s and 30s um but a lot of it for people by people in their 20s aimed at people in their 20s as well or aimed at people who are new and beginners but actually when you think about it the whole thing has come of age the whole um you know the whole game pickup thing has come of age you know and you look at the some of the main protagonists um i mean tyler from rsd is probably nearly 40 now Tom Torero is 38, I'm 43, Paul Janka is 40, 42 maybe, something like that. Um, so, you know, Mystery I think is, is in his, I think in his 40s, possibly even older. So look, I mean, <clears throat> the reality is that, um, you know, that whole movement is coming, um, you know, is, is moving into a different generation, but but more imp- more importantly than that, there are just plenty of guys out there who, you know, are going through divorces or who never got married and who, you know, they still want to have the dating life. But, but how do you, how do you fit into that? How do you do that as well with the dreaded words? How do you do that with with dignity? You know, um, how do you do that without looking like you are some kind of aging frat boy? And that's really what I address here because I think a lot of it, it's mindset, but it's also societal. Expectation, so it's mindset dictated by what we think society expects of us, and you know the sh- the Shaw's advice is screw that, you know, do what you want. But I go into this in in, in depth uh, in the book because I think it's really important. So first of all, I discuss the challenges, the issues that that come into play specifically for people of that age, because you know you might feel a bit weird about you know it, when you're 25, it's a, it's all very well rocking up at the club and. You know, adding girls on snap and all this kind of thing when you 're forty when you 're forty five that might for some people feel a bit alien and you know you feel like the old guy in the room and all that. so how do you deal with you know what are the problems and secondly then i talk i start, I talk about my personal story and I sort of grounded it in this really because I think all of us come to a point the point that we 're at through through a different routes and I wanted to be very candid about how i got to this point because, you know, you might look at me and you say, well, okay, this guy, you know, he's 43, he, uh, you know, he's never got married, he hasn't got kids, he's still doing this, you know, why did that happen? So what I, what I wanted to do was to sort of put some flesh on the bone with that and give you a sense of my own story. So I, talk, I tell you a bit about um, what happened and how it got to this point. So I talk about some of my relationships, some of the, some of the problems that I had with those, and how I finally came to this realization that actually, um, for the moment, it seems to me that, you know, maintaining my independence, being single, dating, being non monogamous was the, um, the right solution for, for me at the moment. Um, and next, I go into talking about the matrix because once you get there, You know, what what you're doing, if you say, right, okay, I'm in my 40s and I'm going to be a player, then you are effectively putting yourself outside of the mainstream because the mainstream will say, well, you should be married, you should have kids, you should be living in suburbia, you should have a sensible job, all of those sorts of things. And what you're doing is pinning yourself against that. Now, that's fine. You know, you're not doing anything wrong as long as you're not harming anybody or anything like that. That's absolutely fine. But you are going to find resistance you are going to have resistance coming up against you and so you've got to know you know you've got to think about that and you've got to think about how to do that and think and and, and more than that how to break out of the box that you create yourself is not even necessarily what other people say to you because other people you know they might be polite and they they won't necessarily say anything to you you will not necessarily get challenged Um, but you will be conscious of societal expectation. And it's how you deal with that that's really, really important. Um, So then we talk about the matrix, breaking out of the matrix, and then we get into um, the mindsets that you need to develop in order to be successful with this. So, you know, as I I said, really mindset, really, really important here. You've got to make sure that's on point because if it isn't, then you're going to you know, perform badly and you're going to let yourself down. And then I have a section where I talk about, well, first off, I have a section where I talk about um, basically remaining young. So, you know, and I'm not talking here about dressing like Justin Bieber and looking like an idiot. I'm talking about, you know, how do you remain young in, in the way that you look, but the way that you come across... Um, and all of those things but without you know without looking like a dick basically how do you how do you do it with dignity how do you do it with a, with a bit of style and panache and and following on from that then how best to relate to younger women because the truth of this is and this isn't a guide specifically about how to meet you know younger women but the reality is that many guys you know are attracted to younger women they might Want to meet younger women and and that brings with it its own challenges because you know particularly if you've been out of the game for a while this is all a little bit foreign to you you know um the you know the cultural reference points the technologies that um that younger people are using and all of that you know it's it's different and you know how do you how do you bridge that gap how do you relate without seeming, you know, like a I don't know, like older creepy, you know, or sending out those kind of negative vibes. You know, how do you relate on a person to person genuine kind of level? So I get deep into that because I think that's really really important. Then we talk about about technique and we talk about structure. Now, as I said, the truth is that the structure, the techniques that you use Aren't going to be markedly different to those that um, you would have used when you were in your twenties or thirties. But nevertheless, um, I talk you through what I do. I talk you through my current model so that it's very clear, um, you know, what 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 works as far as I'm concerned. As far as you know, this is somebody who is out there doing it um, in his forties. This is what's working for me. It's replicable. You can do it as well. Um, then I start to look at relationships and the conflicts that they can bring. Because you know, you meet people. It might be that you know you're looking to to meet somebody to be a partner to have a girlfriend. Um, inevitably, relationships, be they short term or not, will start to happen, and they can have their own their own issues. So I then start to look at that and the kinds of specific conflicts that you can get. As a 40 plus guy. Um, And then moving on from that, but on a similar vein, I discuss the downsides of the player lifestyle because, you know, it's not all milk and honey. We have to be honest about that. Um, Any decision you make, whether it's to being a player or whether it is to, you know, the conventional life it's gonna have positives and it's gonna have negatives. And certainly the player lifestyle has negatives. I think sometimes we shy away from those a little bit um, when we are talking about this subject. So I wanted to get into that and just to be very candid about that. Uh, And then finally, I touch on the notion of end game. So this is the thing that comes up most really when when I'm discussing um, 40 plus game with people. You know, people say, well, okay, that's great. But where's it all going? What's the end game? Does this mean I'm gonna have to be, you know, chasing the ladies until I'm 70 or 80? Um, Isn't it all a bit shallow? Shouldn't I be doing something with with more, you know, shouldn't I be seeking more meaning or, you know, all of those kinds of concerns. And, um, you know, rest assured they are concerns that I also share and I also think about, you know, a lot and talk to friends about and talk to different people about. And I'm not saying I've got the answers, but I do have some thoughts on it and I do have some insights on it. And I mean, you know, the truth of the matter is we live in the moment, you know, so if you say, does this mean I have to be still out there chasing, you know, when I'm 70 years old? Well, no, it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Um, But, you know, that also doesn't mean that you should sacrifice what makes you happy now, In the interests of some sort of imagined future that may or may not materialize. So, I get into that, and I think that's a really rich area for discussion, um, and certainly something that you should consider if you are out in the field or you're getting out into the field um, and you're of this age range. So, that is it. So, there's loads and loads of stuff in there. It's taken a while to put together. I'm really pleased with how it's turned out. I hope that you're gonna find it helpful, I think you will. I hope you'll find it entertaining, there's some good anecdotes in there, some funny stuff that's happened um, and so on. And yeah, I think it, um, it just brings to life both the challenges and also the solutions in many cases to you know, how best to negotiate the dating landscape as a um, 40 plus guy. You know how do, you, how do you do this? How do you get to grips with it? How do you do it without being weird or creepy? Um, how do you have a good time? How do you balance that in your mind with you know what you think society wants you to do as opposed to what you're actually doing? All of um, you know and, and what actually works? What techniques work best when you're in that age range in order to you know allow you to to get the kind of outcomes that you want so i get really deep into all of that stuff and um yeah i think it offers a a load of value so you're you're gonna like it Um, i have said on my email list um i'm very keen for people to um i mean uh, basically like i'm i'm an indie author right and i'm an indie publisher and we live or die to a great extent by reviews so for me, you know, getting reviews on Amazon is absolutely key because it, it, um, it charges up the algorithms. It pushes the, it pushes the title up. It gives you greater visibility. That means I speak to more guys. That means I get more eyeballs, um, you know, higher, higher sales. And that enables me to continue doing what I'm doing and putting out the content. So for me, you know, and, and, and really the whole reason for doing this um, is to, is obviously to bring value and to try to help, Um, as many people as I can so you know it's it's a virtuous circle but the reviews really help so I'm very very keen for people to um, when they read this to to place a review on Amazon Um, really really grateful if you do that because it really really does help me out Um, I have some review copies of the book which um, as a pdf and I'm happy to send a free of charge copy to anybody who's reviewed one of my previous books. So all you have to do, if you drop me an email at uh, troyfrancis7laws at gmail.com, if you drop me an email there, and just send me the link to a review that you've posted on Amazon for one of my previous books. And if you do that, I'll be more than happy to send you a free copy of the new book um, for, for review as well. So, I hope that that all sounds good, I hope that you are having a fantastic weekend, and with that I will sign off and we'll be back for more Modern Casanova Lifestyle Podcasts uh, next week. Bye bye.